warm welcome to uh, <coughs> to the people well I don't know behind before right left up down <laughs> anyway thank you thank you for being with us um, I thought today I was going originally to shut my gob and just just sit but I changed my mind obviously because I'm talking now in the light of what happened in the last few days Yozan story of the very young child Liam dying and parents presumably well I can't imagine the state in which they are uh, in the light of this I would like to to say a few words now at the back here at the back uh, there is a, a Kakejiku from uh, Heiji uh, Abbot and uh, it says something that you can easily recognize if you're a bit familiar with kanji. It says, Sun-Faced Buddha, Moon-Faced Buddha. It says it in one line, in one breath. It doesn't say Sun Face Buddha or Moon Face Buddha. In one stroke, in one line, it expresses joy, happiness. open sort of disposition light and in the same phrase it expresses sadness darkness so you see suffering so you see um, in this Koan, because it is Koan. It's given in one go. Swallowed and spat in one gush. Before, before I met Zazen, before I met the practice of Zen as a young child, Although I always had the feeling somehow things were always together, I was instructed, taught in a very dualistic way. My kindergarten teachers, my school teachers, the lovely priest that was telling me Bible stories. 
when I was about seven, eight, nine. They were doing so with a very warm heart most of the time, and that priest was great. Hi, if you if you're around somewhere, just you and me anyway. Um, but the words were always just doing this, parting, cutting, separating people and people, things and things, feelings and feelings. And then I met this. And then I met this. And then I met Zazen. I met a practice in which there is no separation between the right and the left, the body and the mind, me and others. There is no need to part. So the first teaching at such a horrible death can give us is this one. The one that we may cry or feel stabbed. You know, a few weeks ago we heard about a bus of kids being uh, killed in Europe. And when I heard the news, I was just like stabbed. But guess what? I laughed just about a few minutes after. Not because I forgot. <laughs> no. It's because there's no contradiction between crying and laughing. Because crying and laughing are one. Now this power this very powerful reality of the end, not N-E-N-D, but A-N-D, what brings things together, is the power of our way. So first, you know, this is just unbearable. A child dying? And there's a great uh, French philosopher, Jean-Paul Sartre, used to say, even the nausea, one of his best novels, doesn't stand in front of, doesn't stand on his leg in front of a, a, a child dying. It's just, it's unbearable. You want to vomit. You want to, you want to say, oh well, f life, f God, f Buddha. You want to bark, and that's all right. And at the same time. And at the same time. It is not just the child's death, but it's everybody's death. Yours, his, hers, mine. It is also the destiny of this whole universe to be submitted to the flow of impermanence. This is a law of the universe. So. And at the same time, it's okay. And even more so, at the same time, it's nothing but a dream. 
because the self is a big illusion your perception what takes place in front of you it's just a fruit of a dream and then at the same time this is okay and at the same time you want to spit you want to vomit you know these important moments in life which are moments of truth which are what we could call the gates are moments where conflicting feelings just merge look at the birth a moment of excruciating pain for the mother of high risk for the baby and the mother a moment of amazing joy a wedding a place to celebrate a place to say wow let's do it let's try it let's make a the best journey and let's um, let's just start this journey together but at the same time there is a something sad about it because you say goodbye to freedom you say goodbye to your past life maybe you say goodbye to innocence not very much these days but a form of innocence so when I face this unbearable suffering I also face a kind of joy and choosing the suffering over the joy or the joy over the suffering is sick what I mean by that if I dive into the suffering and just completely immerse myself wrap myself with the suffering and burn with it I'm in hell I'm also in hell, in a hell of duality, when I rush into the joy and start to dance, pretending, yeah, it's fine. Uh, this is something I value so much in our path. A moment where both arise. These days, Jundo knows about it, but he's in Guam. Hi, Jundo. <laughs> These days, out there, we've got the sakura. And you know the sakura are famous in Japan. There are plenty everywhere. And soon, Japanese people are going to sit and drink under the trees and celebrate and be in awe and, and amazed in front of the beauty of it all. A beauty of it all that needless to say has a time span it's going to finish soon and uh, at the moment at the precise moment where the wind blows and you've got this sakura shower whirling away you lose them and the moment of losing them is the most beautiful moment of all and you want to cry and you want to laugh So don't escape. 
Just let it be. Don't judge. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge others. Cry, cry. Love, love. But don't stop. And don't think, please, that you have to do something special. That you have to behave in a particular way. You might just suddenly, because of the pressure of a funeral, just burst into a huge ha-ha in a funeral. You know, I mean, I had, I had laughters and giggles. I had cries, shouts almost. Uh, I had nothing, no feeling in particular. I went through a, a huge wavy uh, and, and uh, not not wavy, uh, but like a sea, a sea, a very rough sea, with its highs and downs, and 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 that is okay. You don't suppress yourself. You don't tell yourself, "Now this is bad. Don't." Choose this, choose that. And I remember a shocking realization when my grandfather died, one of my first Zen teachers. The day before he died, he had a, a cancer. I was at the time 10. He had a cancer, uh, a lung cancer, because he was a heavy smoker. Ah, he had surgery, he went to the sea, tried to recover, but uh, to recover, but he failed, and um, he was just very very tired and the day before he died I knew it with the, my grandmother my mother were busy in the kitchen blah 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 talking cooking um, laughing also joking with him maybe because they didn't want to see but as a young child and I was very close to the guy I was alright I could see and I thought you're not going to make it one more day. Something like that. And that guy that very evening talked to me for the very first time in the most intimate way. And I owe him to him. I, I, I owe it to him to be here today with you and talk to you. He may be, might be the one that initiated the whole thing. He just pointed, he was sitting at the table, he pointed at, at a tree uh, in, the, in, uh, in the garden. He was very, he was a lover of nature. And he pointed at the tree, and he pointed at the bird, and he said, listen, listen, listen. This is just a miracle. This is so beautiful. And I looked and listened, and of course, couldn't couldn't perceive but I perceive in his voice that it was important I perceived that he wanted to point something to me and the following day well it was not him that picked me up at school it was my mum and she said he was found in the morning uh, by his bed, in a, in a pool of blood, I, he had a, a real heavy hemorrhage. I mean, he just uh, and he died in the night, very quickly. Now you see, birds I have no problem being birds. 
Trees have no problem being trees. Rocks have no problem being rocks. Because they're not busy thinking they have to do this, they have to do that. They're not trapped into past and future. They're not constantly trying to individualize, to, to, be, to be single, to be separate, to be me. And therefore, creating this, the world. They are naturally part of the fabric of the universe. So much so that I would say what separates them from the rest of the universe doesn't exist. A bird's feather is touched by the most distant star. That's what I really feel when I now look at it. When I look at nature, that's what I really perceive. And I'm not a nature worshipper for the sake of it, because I like it ecological. <laughs> no. And I don't think that uh, a mountain is more beautiful than a skyscraper or a building. I love urban architecture. What I'm really, really in love with when I'm in nature is that spontaneous natural flow and merging of all things. In our lives, pretty difficult. We don't do that. We're not into the business of oneness. We are, or rather, we're not into the business of not two, neither one nor two. We're in the business of I want to be, I want to win. I want to get. <laughs> right. And. And. Tomorrow. Liam. Is us. Or maybe in one minute. Or maybe now. Maybe I die now. I don't know. What can we do then? Well, there's plenty of things to do. And I'd like to deeply thank the people. Um, I think it's it's Dokan saying, well, I'm going to fundraise and, and support uh, for children having this sort of problem. And, and that's wonderful. We might just be a bit more aware of people around us that are have lost relatives or people really sick around us. We might, if um, they are just around us, we might just support them, be there, but not as teachers. <laughs> just, you shut the fuck up, you know, in front of death or ill illness. You just shut the fuck up, and you are ah. So, whatever you can do, you do. But you don't give lessons. This is something I learned very early because when my grandfather was sick, <laughs> uh, one of the friends of my mom started to lecture me in the corridor of the hospital, saying to me something like, You see, this is a great teaching for you because this is the, 
when life is so precious, you shouldn't, oh, la, 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 my goodness. I mean, come on, man, you know, I wanted to say, you, you just, mm. I remember Dr. Patrick Mann saying to me, every time a patient of mine dies, I feel powerless. At the same time, I know it's, it has to happen. The best thing to do most of the time is to sit. He's a Zen monk. It's to sit. Just sit. So that's what we, we are going to do now. Just sit. But remember this. Sun face Buddha, moon face Buddha, one breath. You're wonderful. Take great care of yourself. <laughs>